we're here for the sex. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Hey, y'all. It's Hi, My Name is Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moms of more children than we knew we were going to be moms of. Uh, Thank you guys for all listening to last week's podcast. Um, We were... (laughs) <laughs> we were super excited to to get the news out and um, and really appreciate everybody reaching out with congratulations and all that. It was it was a really fun week for us. Uh, and so the girls and I thought that we would take today just to kind of like catch you up on what's been going on with us. Currently, though, we're all sitting here going, "Oh my god, this has been the longest week ever." It, oh my gosh, it's one for the record books. I don't know why, why. guys. Why? I don't know. It's, Something's in the air right now. It's been a weird week. Like I, on Sunday, John was like, your birthday's on Tuesday. What do you want to do? I'm like, it is. I don't know. It's just been one of those weeks that, uh, I I literally said last week, I'm not feeling nauseous yet. Maybe I'll get through this pregnant with pregnancy with no nausea. <laughs> oh no. I had that thing. If you feel like you're about to puke. 24-7, up until about three weeks ago, super, super tired. I thought I might just glide right through. No, no, no. I was all like, hoo, hoo. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm okay now. It's been, a, I've been more emotional this pregnancy. I have no idea. I would love for people to let me know if their pregnancies were different with boys and girls. I think anecdotally, I've heard differences, but scientifically, there shouldn't be a lot of difference. But I'm having all the feelings. I was an emotional wreck, all like just sort of feeling like a crazy person on an emotional roller coaster. And but now I'm doing better. Way pregnant. Way pregnant. <laughs> well, yeah, I had so many people that on the very end of the podcast, I kind of like did a little update. But you know, a lot of people don't listen to the very end. It's like got yeah. outro music. And so I had so many people thinking I was maybe like six or seven weeks, which, oh my gosh, that would have been really brave of me to share that early because I was not confident about where this was going to go at that time. I was cautiously optimistic. Um, I am now 19 weeks pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) You are pretty much halfway. Let's say the chance of you making it to 40 weeks is like for your third. Well, they probably just won't let her. Go yeah, to so you know halfway. I think it's safe to oh, say. Oh, that's true, Kayla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, because I already, you know, I already know. We talked about this on last week's podcast a little bit that, I, uh, you know, ninety nine percent, I'm going to have a C section the week before the due date. So yeah. that's going to be the smack dab first day of February. And so I I'm, want to note that we recorded that our initial season two uh, first episode. We recorded was it 13 weeks ago yes because we were supposed to record co-sleeping with the enemy that day and we didn't so that's That's how far back it was yeah i was six weeks postpartum and emotional as all get out it was a while ago i'm still co-sleeping with the enemy in case anyone cares (laughs) oh my gosh yeah we got to get into that too so i'm i'm gonna I'll, i'll jump in on that i'll catch up 
I am in a transition now where I'm very passionately in love with co-sleeping. And I think when we recorded co-sleeping with the enemy, I was wanting to transition where I put Loxley to bed in the snoo and then I get her for her morning feed and then sleep with her in the early mornings. I think that was my goal that I was going for. Um, that never happened. And that's okay. Um, she has been in her bed. Um, she hates the snoo. We have tried it and tried it and tried it. And it just, she absolutely hates it. And she's been in our bed. And now it's like she's such a bed hog and she just wants to stretch out and have her own space that I actually think that we are going to transition to her crib much earlier than I expected. Um, just because I feel like that's what she is wanting. Which if she wants her own space, man, get her out. <laughs> <laughs> You had another big milestone too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I had a positive pregnancy test that started this whole thing. I started spotting at 13 weeks and I messaged you guys and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starting my period already. And then the next day I had a positive pregnancy test and I called Jen and I was like freaking out. I was like, look at the picture. Do you see a pink line? What is going on? And talk to my doctor. Apparently, with progesterone and some of the blood thinners I was on, my body was just hanging on to some tissue. It's very rare, but it can happen. Um, so it just kind of cycled out of me. And then exactly four weeks later, um, at 17 weeks, I started my period. Um, Which means you did say, I feel like you manifested this because you've been saying all along, all through your pregnancy with Loxley, yep. that you wanted to get pregnant again as fast as possible. And November, I heard John December. say- I've heard John say the same thing. And typically, I mean, I didn't even start my period at all until after I weaned Bash completely. So it's unusual to for a baby who's exclusively nursing yeah, to like start your period. You that don't period. even I barely mean, do bottles. Evelyn was 30 months. I started my period this month. So she was 30 months, right? Guys, we oh, really no. have had a big, a big yeah. summer. <laughs> it's been a summer of ups and downs. A lot of hormones. Then you're going to be pregnant. I am not. Bite your tongue. You guys are allowed to procreate. I am done. I am actually going to schedule. going to be pregnant. (laughs) I'm going to schedule Adrian's vasectomy for him if he does not do it himself. And actually, I might make him take Ty with him. I think that's a great idea. So I want to clarify. When I was still pregnant... I was all for pumping out the next one as soon as possible. Now that she's here, I want to pump the brakes. Like to the extent where I am offering blowjobs instead of sex. (laughs) 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 There are other fun ways to ensure you don't get pregnant. (laughs) By the way, um, Oh my God, where is I going with that? Oh, I can't believe I just said that. I, I can't either. That. That's why I lost my train of thought. Here's what's gonna happen. It's we're gonna we're gonna get a text from Kayla the morning the podcast is already out, and she's gonna be like, "Can you be the, edit that out, please?" Why, why did you leave that in? Why did you leave that in? <laughs> by the way, what I was you guys knew all the things Kayla has said that we edited it out. This episode of Hi, my name is Mom is brought to you by Belvedere. <laughs> If I could sum up anything with just how I feel, though, like being a mom is the most humbling experience I've ever had in my entire life. It, mm-hmm. it is. Um, 
I, I think I want to pump the brakes because I realize that I'm not as good as I thought I was, <laughs> that I'm not superwoman. I was just uh, super solo in the sense where I didn't have any children as a 30-year-old woman. And you can do like a 30-year-old woman without children can do, can conquer the world. Like <laughs> you have so much time, so like much energy, <laughs> it just changes. But I'm worried that if I'm as sick as I was in the first pregnancy, I don't want her to be like, mommy's in bed again. Let's binge watch Grey's Anatomy. I, I love mean, the way you gave like- Loxley a really low voice. <laughs> it wasn't like, mommy. It was like, mom, why are you hanging out with that other baby? <laughs> Jen, what about you? Because I know that you have had this ongoing thing of, well, I feel like it's a couple things. You've you've dealt with some pretty intense postpartum anxiety, but then you've also got, you know, I think it's exhausting sometimes to go through what you've gone through with Evie with some regressions in nursing and nursing a toddler in general and trying to balance you know, what you want to do with your body and maybe not being ready to entirely wean, but having a toddler who very much has her own opinion about things. Uh, yes to all those things. <laughs> I will say, I know we probably have an episode teed up in the future for this season on postpartum anxiety. Yeah, we're going to dig into that. The anxiety has hit me so hard. It wakes me up in the middle of the night and I, <sighs> Jen, I'm scary. I thought I was having a panic attack. I think it was like two weeks ago. I was laying on my bathroom floor, crying my eyes out, like trying to catch my breath. Like I could not breathe um, because I was just worried about mundane things. Well, and it, it's, it's interesting. My friend Jen was visiting from Virginia and we were on a walk around a lake and I was telling her how my mind always goes to these like worst case scenario places. And I don't know if it's, you know, because of my background in producing true crime or if it's, you know, because of the, the tragedies that have happened to my family where you sort of see how, how brief life can be taken from you. And, yeah. and uh, Jen literally stopped me and put her hand on my arm and she was like, you know, that's not normal right? Like, you know, what you're feeling is, is elevated. Like you, you might need some help with how you're feeling postpartum with Evie. Like this, you shouldn't be feeling like this. This should not be monopolizing your thoughts the way it is. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting because this week, um, let's see, hold on. What is today? Today's the 10th. Like, next Wednesday, this Wednesday, so maybe the day after this podcast airs, the day after that, is the anniversary of my niece's death. And it's a very heavy week for us anyway. So like, you know, August and September is just all, is a lot of, a lot of heaviness. And, you know, I, I I carry a lot of that, obviously, because of of Olivia and the way she died and the tragic sort of nature of that accident. And so for me, the anxiety has never lifted. And I've done a lot. I've done a lot of exposure therapy. I've done a lot of grief therapy and grief counseling groups. And so anyway, I I do think, I think it's a whole episode on that alone, but that is one of the big things that I feel like monopolizes my early fall every year. Um, So I've been dealing with that. Yeah. And I finally, um, I've got Evelyn who I keep trying to like I, I am ready for my body back, but I, I'm struggling a little bit. And there may be a little bit of depression with this as well. And that is that I have never weaned a child just because. I've weaned a child in preparation to conceive another one. And with Evelyn, she's 
she's my last. Like, I mean, <laughs> I almost said knock on wood, but obviously a baby's a blessing. <laughs> but she is, she's my last, you know, planned pregnancy. And so for Adrian and I... <laughs> You're going to be pregnant by Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But I do look at these things and I'm like, you know, I, I don't do well with like definitive ends of things ever. Right. Like I'm the person that's like, Oh, that's gone. Oh, okay, good. I didn't have to say goodbye. I didn't have to do this or that because you know, she weaned or she potty trained herself in, in February like a month before she turned two. she potty trained herself. And at one point I said to Adrian, I was like, I didn't realize I changed my last diaper. Like there was no moment where I decided let's potty train her. It's like, she just kind of did it. And so I think- I won't mourn that. I'll be like, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, my my debit card doesn't mourn that, I promise. But there's a little part of me that's like, you know, you've seen those stories. You know, Jen, you you can change change my baby's poop anytime. Yay. I love the breath. I'm like, I'm such a good friend. I've heard that too, though. Like- when I first read the thing about, you know, you pick your baby up for the last time, all the last. Yeah. And thank goodness my, you know, as women, we feel those things. Not to say that men don't, but I think that we dramatize them in a different way or like yeah. because we feel them for real. It's not because we're trying to be dramatic. We literally feel them. And, um, and particularly when you're still nursing, you still have a ton of, oh, yeah. like your hormonal profile is different. Totally. And Ty was like, yeah, but... We also get to see them, you know, you don't have a 10-day-old baby anymore, but you have a baby who smiles at you. And then you don't have a baby who wants, who has to be held, but you have a baby who can run into your arms, Mm -hmm. you know? And now, like, Rad's getting bigger, but we can have conversations and play games. And Ty's thing was, like, the last of something is a first of something else. It's true. I love that. I I think it's such, it's important to hear. And he's also, like, it's them becoming who they're meant to be, which is amazing. And as moms, we need to hear that because I can't even tell you the number of the other way. Oh, the last time I nursed and I still cry about it a year later. And let's just like give ourselves a break and go like, you know what? There's so much cool stuff coming. I have the most amazing relationship with my parents as oh, a yeah. grown up. And, you know, I, I feel I like there's, that. you know, there's like, there's cool stuff all along the way that we have to remember. I think it's that I do really well with definitive ends of things in hindsight. I'm great with Mm. all of those because I do embrace the next chapter and transition of each kid that way. But what I'm not feeling like I'm handling as well is the decision, you know, and, and she's nursed for a long time because of an oral aversion and a number of other things that just, you know, her doctors decided it was best for me to keep nursing her purposefully. But now she's like so attached to my boob, that that's her security. So there's yeah. a lot of, like, you know, co-sleeping, weaning, security items. It's like, it's all kind of intertwined. And then in my own head, I get in my, I get in my head because I'm like, damn, like I'm not ready for this part of my life to be over, you know? I totally get that. And I know you, you know, you at least really feel strongly that this is your last. And I think that you, some part of you is not quite ready for that. And it's honestly with Sebastian, as much as it kind of hurt my feelings, like I really was ready to be done. I was having like a lot of pain and issues and it's like, he made the decision for me. And so there was just no going backwards. And with Evie, she's like, I will be on this boob until I'm 17. If you will let me. Yep. 
So she will cry, 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 cry. She's not ready. And you know, (laughs) she's always been small. She's only 26 pounds at two and a half. Bash is half a year younger and he like, he's a big kid. So, yeah, but, but it is true. It's like developmentally, you know, she's three weeks early. She just might not be ready. And, And I, I'm okay with that, but I'm also realizing like, man, maybe I'm not ready and maybe that's okay. Maybe I have to give myself that grace. You know, this was like Ty and his vasectomy. <laughs> you know, he had to admit to himself he wasn't. Ready. How sweet is it? Like you're gonna look at this baby someday and just be like, "You are why there was a pause." And I mean, I don't even think you're gonna look at it someday. I think you probably already feel that way now. It was astonishing to me. We recorded that episode and then kind of moved forward. And I started going to my, you know, every other week doctor or in once a month, you know, and. Doctor visits and kind of progressing forward in in little bits, and it had been so long by the time I went to edit that episode that I couldn't believe how stoic I was during that conversation. And I know in hindsight it's because I had barely accepted the fact that this was a real thing happening. I had just found out the day before that it was a viable pregnancy, and then I was also like, I'm only six weeks. I I can't get too far ahead of myself. Um, and then you start to reach milestones, one of which we reached around the 11 week mark. And that's that because I am older, we, we've gotten genetic testing for all three of my babies because I'm older. And, um, and when that genetic testing came back, you guys, I was a puddle. You could Everything breathe. was fine. Everything was fine. Now that's not to say we have our anatomy scan next week. Obviously it's like, you continue to be cautiously optimistic which, with each milestone. But, you know, when, you, when you're carrying the weight of all of these emotions, one of the really fun pieces of news that, that it brings nothing but fun is finding out the sex of the baby. And knowing this was going to be our last, Kayla was like, we've never done a gender reveal. Kayla's like, can we do a gender reveal? I'm like, yeah. absolutely. And we had... The most beautiful, intimate little gathering. It's like one of my favorite days, you guys. It just felt so special. My most favorite people were there. You guys just made me just feel so, it was like a big giant hug, right? And you know, we just got, we got Costco pizza and cake. Yep, it was low key. And it was simple. But you know, I look at it as this. I think... I don't think anybody cared, boy or girl. We were nope. just so excited to celebrate the milestone of the information That's right. we had. Because you know? it's such an unexpected celebration yeah. too, yeah, you know? It it's and so and nice. it's just every little, and this is where I'm going with this. I think you guys know where I'm going with this. But, yeah. but every little piece of information when you're building a human inside of your body is precious. When you're trying yeah. to picture that, that baby. Yeah. And, and, and that could be that you find out that something's not okay and you learn how to deal with that. And it's a piece of information that you're learning about your baby, you know? And, um, and so we got the genetic testing back. I sent Kayla the results. And uh, in fact, I've already decided I'm going to share this. So we'll get into this with me saying upfront that we did this months ago. It was a beautiful moment in my life that I'm going to share, not because I cared whether it was a boy or a girl and not because I care what this baby will choose to be all on their own. Cause if anybody knows me, they know that I am like one of my biggest passions in life is equality and 
rejecting hate and being inclusive and, and not making anyone feel bad. My general opinion on things is if it makes somebody feel bad, don't do it unless it's taking like some kind of joy away from you. So anyway, as we started to get ready to release last week's episode, and then we talked about sharing this, you know, gender reveal party, this crazy thing happened where this is just like bad choices. Was it a, was it one of those smoke popper things, guys? Uh, what was it I that thought set it was off some the fire? Kind of firework. I, I don't actually know, but I, I heard that it was a fire that was started by some type of firework at a gender reveal party. Yeah. Started a huge fire. I mean, horrifying. And so that's obviously terrible. We the balloons, you know, like, okay. And one not of the helium things, ones either. Not helium. <laughs> and what's gotten really out of control is like the way that people do gender reveals. They're like, they've gotten a little, like it's not just eating a cake or like balloons or popping a balloon or poppers or anything. It's like smoke. I saw a gender reveal, you guys, where someone had an alligator bite into a watermelon that had either blue or pink dye injected into it. What? Like that's just like, let's just calm down. But I also understand that there's this, this huge, debate now about whether doing a gender reveal party I mean I guess if you really think about it well yeah it's like okay well are we celebrating the genitals of this baby and does that mean that one or the other is more or less celebrated and does that also like some people do not identify with the gender they were assigned at birth and for me personally I whoever my kids love whoever they want to be I'm going to let them be who they are. And I already know that. I already know that. I think, you know, I think all of us feel that way. We all do. And you're a hundred percent. But I also feel like I, I, I and, and to me, it's like, I, I'm saying this, hoping that I'm not offending anyone because I also got excited to like, like, you know, to know what, that piece of information was. It bothers me a little bit though, that anybody can even make you feel like a little bit less joyful at being excited to have a baby of either, of either gender. Right. Either well, sex. and I, I am going through the thing of where, you know, I have two boys and I have so many people in a completely loving and positive way and not to say anything bad, but go like, I'm praying for a girl, hoping for a girl, hope you get a girl. And I have had so many of those messages. And you guys heard me say on the podcast last time that you like. love being the only girl. I love being a boy mom. I, and I, I'm somebody who I'll fully admit when we first, I really felt strongly that Radley was a girl. And when I found out he wasn't, it was like, I wasn't disappointed in any way. I started thinking about like you know, how I was like, like buying suspenders or whatever, which again is me assigning a gender to my kid. Right. But I'm just being honest. That's where I'm like, Oh my gosh, bow ties until they're old enough to make their own decision. That is just what people do. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, unless we're going to all raise our children completely gender neutral and I'm not, I mean, I, I will, totally I'm respect not. and appreciate and support whatever my children decide you have but yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah, no my kids your... my boys wear fingernail polish when they want yeah. to they charlie had a six-month stint where he wanted to dress up as anna and elsa who gives a shit yeah but i have to tell yeah. you this idea that like people can sort of put any kind of dampness on your joy whether you're having a boy or a girl 
it's just, it kind of saddens me. It's like, just yeah. let people celebrate and, and get excited how they want to get excited. And, and yeah. whatever well, happens. I, and I understand why people say, oh, it would be fun for you to have the other gender. Sure. Well, just to experience it. Sure. I, told, I was a, I was a girly girl. I could, did dance and ballet and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, do I want any part of being a dance mom? I don't know. <laughs> My favorite picture of all times is when I saw pink and I had, it is probably the most joyful moment I've ever had. And I really think it was because I was so set on thinking it was going to be a boy, which I didn't care either way. I want it because I've had, I've had a lot of people reach out to me about that picture being like, oh my gosh, you needed a girl, blah, blah, blah. Because anyone that knows me knows I am pink and sparkles to the core. I do want to clarify that picture I truly know in my heart that picture would have been the same if there was blue that came out. When you find out the sex of your baby, it's like, if you're not going to find out, you know, beforehand, then you find out in the delivery room. And if it doesn't matter, then doctors need to stop saying it's a boy or it's a girl. Because clearly yeah. you start to sort of develop a relationship with this baby. You pick a name, you know, you kind of imagine their life. That's what you do as a mom. And yeah. so whether it's a boy or girl, you know, it's, it's sort of like when you start bonding, kind of, it's, right. I, I don't even yeah. really know how to describe Well, that. I always try to play devil's advocate, like with myself, if there's something that I go like, oh, why? And then I'm really probably to a fault. I try to think like, what's, like, what's the other way I should be looking at this that I'm not seeing? And so that's why all this to say, you know, I, I talked this over with my husband. I talked this over with you guys. And we've decided we're still going to share because it was a beautiful moment in our lives. And, you, you know, if, I, I oh mean, my I gosh. Say, are you going to do it right now? Uh, what do you think? Or should we should we post it like? No, I think this it comes should, out? I definitely think you should say it in the middle of the podcast so that people can't listen to just the beginning. I think you should bury uh, it. Oh my gosh, oh that's my so gosh. manipulative. That's I love so it. Brilliant and manipulative, and I love it. Oh my gosh, are we really putting this information out to the world right now? Yeah, and but I do want to preface it by saying thought has gone into this. Um, and 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 if in any way us sharing this um, makes somebody feel bad, it's not our intention. Like, just know that and feel free to reach out to me personally if there's a piece of this that I'm not understanding because I I'm I'm honest when I say I do want to understand if if it's making if it's making a lot of people feel bad. You know, that's something I'm never trying you to. You sharing what your what sex of the baby you're having and carrying in your body is your business and cannot possibly hurt someone's feelings. No, you know, enjoy this moment. We're not going to make everyone happy. And this is a wonderful thing to be celebrated in your life. And you should make no apologies for it. That's just my soapbox. Okay. So I should I soapbox. tell everyone? I think you should. What do you think, Kayla? <laughs> I'm going to cry again. Okay. Should we all just say it's uh, on the count of three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. It's, it's a, a girl! girl! <laughs> it was like we had our own little mini gender reveal i'm it's having a girl so i'm having a girl um and, it's so and exciting. I, um, I am very excited it's gonna be just parenting a different you know a different kind of kid i i gravitate towards all the boy stuff in every store and again that might be me oh my, my kid Girls but i'm buying bows and pink for now and if 
if she changes her mind and she's a he or she loves girls or she loves whoever, or like, I don't care what she wants to do. I will love her, support her and be happy for her. For now, she's my little girl and, um, and... And we're buying pink. And we're buying yeah. pink, guys. I think we should just, to, to make sure we don't offend anyone, maybe it's not a gender reveal. Maybe it's a genitalia reveal. And nuts or balls, no nuts. Balls or no balls. Flaps or no flaps. If no, you don't say that. My family. Oh, God. We have to say that, Jen. It's the most hilarious. We've already said it. I know. We've already said it's that in your it's flaps. I, like, I told Abe, no, because that can be misconstrued too, because I will say I have worn oh bow ties. Oh, gosh. I have two. Um, Rad put a bow tie on me the other day. I've also worn a tuxedo, so. If you have a good new name for, so that we we can call it genitalia reveal, or like, I don't want it to be. I heard someone say like a sex party, which. It's called a gender reveal. Gender reveal? Like, really, I think the thing is, is really it's a sex reveal. It is. But that's kind of like anti-baby. You don't 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 want to have a sex party. No, we're not having a sex party for a Why don't we just say we're here for the sex? We're going (laughs) to... That might be the title of this episode. I actually love that. We just titled the episode, guys. Here for the sex. Yep. And why Kayla's one of my favorite people. We got to brag about our husbands for a second because we're not the only ones who've had a big summer. Um, Jen, give us us Adrian's news. Oh, my gosh. He's like senior content and talent producer for United radio stations. They're doing um, country music celebrity run radio shows. So he's really excited. He's been writing that and sort of interfacing between the talent and, um, uh, and the, is it network? Is that how they listen to me? I feel like such a, I'm such a You're doing radio great. virgin it's, here. The cool thing is it's merging all of his talents. I feel <laughs> really like it's merging is. his skill sets that he's built up over his entire career yeah. and merging script writing from television and all of that with radio and, um, you know, going really back into, yeah, it's, it's so cool. And, and for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Jen, Jen's husband, Adrian, and my husband, Ty, worked together here in Nashville and we're all like, you know, super tight anyway, but um, they worked together for a while. And so they, it's so cute because I feel like they've been each other's biggest cheerleaders, which is just, for sure. I mean, it's been so fun to see Ty, you know, like just finding out Adrian's news. And also we're, we're super proud of uh, Adrian because he's like this like quietly badass like author and he yeah. doesn't like his he, dad jokes book is uh, yeah. oh my gosh and it, when i say quietly i just mean he's not like a braggadocious person but these yeah. books are yeah. like he is selling the crap yeah. out of these books so he has oh, like some. we need to share we need to share like links yeah, for no everything you're married to an amazon best author like so exactly i took these to elizabeth today Oh, amazing. Yeah. I took this one. He's like, he's the guy who like, will have a guest on and the guest will go, oh, that's the one book I bought for my husband during pregnancy yeah. because he's just yeah. a really big deal, but he's so low key about it. And so unassuming about having now four books out. He has a trilogy of parenting books and now the dad joke books. So Adrian Culp, look him up. He has a blog, Dad or Alive. He's hilarious. He's lovely. One of my favorite people and just basically just kicking ass. I love how you can pitch like him. <laughs> It's yeah. true. It's it's easy. So I mean, sweet. While we're bragging on husbands, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring Jonathan into this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Please do. Um, while you probably won't find much on the internet on him because he hates social media, and he actually gets mad how much sometimes I post on social media. But 
That's okay. And most of the time, if you follow him on Instagram, he has like 16 followers. Um, <laughs> I log on and I post on his account and like, will caption, oh, I love Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so but, so, brilliant. so but that's that. But anyways, while I'm, while I'm bringing him up, um, he's been like a rock star dad. Um, I, I'm not going to lie, knowing how he is as a husband, I kind of expected, and I, I kind of expected him to be a lot more hands-off than he is. And he has like stepped up and he's uh, been an amazing co-parent. He has. It's so cute. Together, he's just on dad duty. Yeah. And he has my glass of wine and, and, and it's really, it's really awesome to see. And I will say this, um, I think you are the company you keep because Ty and Adrian are both amazing dads and he has seen for the past five years, every time I go to your guys' houses, your husbands are holding the baby and giving their wives a break and giving like you guys time to chill and hang out with your friends. And um, I will say that there is something beautiful about that because it's just like, not that I don't think he would have, or not that I think he wouldn't have done it on his own, but it's kind of like taught him like, yeah, the guys get the babies, the women hang out. This is their time. And then like, I love that about all of our husbands so much. Yeah. We have a hated term and that's that the dads are going to babysit. Like we just (laughs) reject that term. My husband hates it when people say that. Yeah. Yeah. Loxley adores him. Like she just gets so excited when he walks through the door and he, I mean, he makes her laugh. She, she wants him all the time. She goes to him from me all the time. He's changing diapers. He's, he's been a rock star dad. And I think he's super hot. So we got that. (laughs) I love it. I I have to be honest. I'm not surprised because he's always been amazing with my kids. Yeah. I mean, I remember him playing with rad and then just like having a blast while you and I would hang on, have a glass of wine. So I'm not entirely surprised, but there's something really amazing (laughs) about seeing your husband. It it is harder with a tiny baby. It's intimidating. And to see John, who's kind of this brute of a guy and he's like, you know, we call him grumpy cat and he's like CrossFit guy. And then he has this teeny little girl that he's just like so sweet with. It's pretty awesome. Uh, And Corey. Okay. You you must be out with the secret because I know that it's Ty shared all this online. So tell us a little bit about Ty's summer. Yeah, so Ty has been keeping, and so have I, been keeping a secret about his new position for like since quarantine, really, because um, the launch of his his new gig got delayed, delayed, delayed. Um, but he has always been on radio terrestrial radio and he did a syndicated show that he did along with um with jen's husband and he left that world to um to work for apple and apple launched this amazing new platform um well they had they had you know apple music but this apple radio um has different stations and apple music country is one of the new stations and he is um, one of the daily hosts on Apple Music Country. So it's called The Ty Bentley Show. And it's fun for him because he is really passionate about songwriters and he's also really passionate about like sharing music globally. And um, he's getting to do that in a bigger way than ever. He's in, I think it's 165 countries he's in now. So um, if you're on Central Time, you can listen to him 12 to 2 p.m. Um, but if you go to like your little radio section, of your iPhone, or you can just go to Apple Music Radio through a web browser, whatever. It's completely free. 
You don't have to be running on Apple devices at all. And it's so fun. And, and it's just very him. And I'm just incredibly proud of him. He plays really good music and he's, I mean, he's my favorite person. It's so. amazing. And it's so cool to see him on that platform. It is the yeah. perfect, perfect yeah. thing for him. Corey is such a vault. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I'll> see that. <laughs> I it, won't tell a secret. If I know your secret, oh. nobody's knowing. Yeah. No. Um, Meanwhile, Kayla, on the other hand, when, when you gave her your gender results, I was on the phone with her when she received them. And all I can say is no one should ever actually everyone should play poker with Kayla because she literally went, Oh my God. Oh my God. I have to call Jonathan and hung up the phone. And I knew nothing else except that reaction was such an over the top reaction. that I, I did not the- tell any, I was a vault just cause I get easily excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. She has the worst poker face. So last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in season two. And this was also influenced by you guys and some of the things that you wanted to talk about. So thanks for reaching out. Um, Hey, why don't you talk about our guest for next week, Kayla? Uh, I'm really excited. We have Kristen Brust coming on (laughs) called In Kristen We Brust. Um, (laughs) A magical human. She is a she is a unicorn of a human. And so I am so excited that she's going to be on. I think we're probably going to have like a deeper episode with her. So I'm excited to get, um, as they say on Grey's Anatomy, dark and twisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we're going to talk about, Jen mentioned postpartum anxiety. We're going to dig into that some more. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about your tribe, your village, and how it is when you parent and raise your kids different from your friends and how that can sort of work with friendships and also kind of work against them a little bit and how to kind of navigate those waters. And my favorite, we are going to talk about giving back to some moms this season. Love you guys for listening. As always, you know, we we really appreciate you taking the time to leave us a quick review or uh, subscribe. And a lot of you already have. So thank you for those that are like sharing and spreading the word um, because it's really... It's awesome and it's fun for us and we want to keep doing this. So um, so thank you for listening. Come follow us at Hi My Name Is Mom Official on Facebook and Instagram. Um, thank you guys for listening and make sure you go catch up on In Kristen We Rust so you get to know Kristen before she's on next week. Bye, Bye guys. See you, week. see you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she's out of martini. That's it. Night, night. Your name is Mom.